it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. If you had a choice right now to live in 2019 or where we are right now, who wouldn't take 2019 at this point? Who wouldn't? What is happening right now? I look at the president's approval ratings. And they're down. They're down in the crapper. I still want to know who the 40, 43%, whoever it is that still thinks he's doing a good job. I want to, I want to meet these people. It doesn't mean you have to become a MAGA person or a Trump supporter or even a hard-charging intellectual conservative. Just tell me what you think is working well right now. One of the lines I put in in the monologue was about the Dunning-Kruger effect. And I think we're seeing this all throughout the Biden administration, especially in Pete Buttigieg. This guy is capable of nothing. He's capable of nothing. I forgot who said it, but I'll echo it. He's the white Obama. That's all that he is. He's an empty, he's an empty academic with no real solutions or ideas on how to do anything. And these are the people that are in charge. They're in charge, and they're they're going to be in charge. Well, at least for the next fifteen months. Even if we were to elect a hard-charging conservative Congress. It's going to be another 15 months. Minimum. I don't want to ruin Christmas or Hanukkah for anyone, but I feel like it's going to take a little bit of suffering before people understand what it is that they may have voted for. I see Adam Schiff is out there saying, well, our greatest weakness in intelligence is lack of diversity. And now the CIA director, William Burns, is saying the same thing. So here we go. More woke. No matter how bad woke has been for the United States, these people double down, they triple down, they continue down the same path. It's woke this and woke that. Right now, the Chinese are launching hypersonic missiles capable of striking within the United States carrying nuclear warheads. Military didn't know anything about it. CIA didn't know anything about it. Between Milley and Burns, they've been focused so much on diversity and white rage that they they forgot about the Chinese. I'm looking right at the top of the, of the Drudge Report. Big red headline. CNBC. Economic growth rate slows to 2% on sharp slowdown in consumer spending. Nothing is working under Biden. Nothing. The U.S. economy grew at a 2% rate in the third quarter, its slowest gain of the pandemic ever recovery as supply chain issues and a marked deceleration in consumer spending stunted the expansion. The Commerce Department reported Thursday gross domestic product and some of all goods and services produced grew at 2.2% annualized pace in the third quarter, according to the department's first estimate released Thursday. Economists surveyed by the Dow Jones have been looking for 2.8 for a 2.8 reading. Oh, it's just going to keep getting worse. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why. Because the people, the people who are making these decisions to cancel pipelines, to impose regulations, to reimpose taxes, to talk about wealth taxes and net worth taxes, 
vaccine mandates, none of it affects them. None of their ideas, none of their regulations, none of, none of the laws they propose, none of these things ever affect them. The Democrats are trying to thrive on misery, your misery. The more they can make you miserable, the more you'll look to government. It will not be very long. It will not be very long until the Democrats, the Democrats propose price fixing. Biden keeps talking about Amazon and Walmart and Target. Super producer Mike and I were talking about this off air. It'll be a lockdown by another name. Once these big sector, these big businesses agree to price fixing, it's going to kill small business. It's going to kill small business. They won't be able to compete. This is how Venezuela went down the drain, by the way. Price fixing, shortages, government management. Headlineoilprice.com. Global food prices set to soar as the oil and gas crunch continues. How did we get to an oil and gas crunch? The potential for a knock-on effect of rising fuel prices to be felt by other industries is becoming more likely as oil and gas prices continue to rise to an all-time high. Companies are finding it hard to maintain their costs and may have to shift the burden to the consumer any day now. Well, yeah. Yeah. Everything's going to get more expensive. How did this happen? Well, don't ask... Petey over at the Department of Transportation and don't bother with Secretary Raimondo over at Commerce. It's gas prices, stupid. As the gas prices go up, as the labor shortage continues, as it costs more to do business, that's going to impact everything. And instead of recognizing that the central planning is failing right now, the more the plans fail, the more the planners are going to plan. And there's no end in sight. And then once this, what they are looking for, what they are looking for is control of production, the means of production, distribution, and pricing. Have you ever noticed something about pricing in the Democrats and the elites? If prices rise, they will say these industries are gouging people, even if they have to rise. The laws of supply and demand are real. If you have a worker shortage, yes, wages rise, but the cost of those increased wages get rolled into the production of a product or service. Now, you're going to say, some of you, rightly, well, Andrew, you were lauding the labor shortage during the Trump years. You're right. That short-term labor shortage was a result of the economy expanding so bad that we had a thirst for labor. The unemployment rate hit historic lows for all groups of people. More people were in the workforce, earning a living, not being a public charge, contributing to the tax base. The labor shortage we have right now is we are paying people not to work. We are taxing the economy to keep people from working. 
So when you have a labor shortage, which is increasing the cost of labor and a fuel crisis, the two biggest components of production and distribution and retail are going through the roof right now. The government can't just cap these things. This is only going to get worse. Food's going to get more expensive. Fuel's going to get more expensive. We're going to see more shortages. The Democrats can blame whatever they want. They can blame capitalism. They can blame consumerism. You can have Pete Buttigieg out there when he's out there not doing his job. He's on paternity leave. Well, this is about demand. Demand was static. I don't know where these people are getting this idea that if you shift someone from employment to the dole, whether it's short period of time or extended period, there's still demand. There's still demand. Weinzik 695 Patriot 957-2874. Don't be so excited that the $3.5 trillion spending package is coming down. I think that was the intent. I think the Democrats planned to ask for something so well, it was a it was it was a win-win situation. If they went out there and said we want to spend 3.5 trillion and they got it, it's a win. They've they've been looking for this excuse to reboot the economy, to remake the economy. They could have gotten the 3.5 trillion, they'd have been super duper excited. Even if the real number was closer to 2 trillion. If they don't get the 3.5 trillion and they end up at 2 trillion or 1.75 trillion, they get to say, "Look, we were being reasonable. We were being rational. We negotiated. We were being bipartisan. We weren't trying to ram this down." Headline CNN. Here's what's in the 1.75 trillion dollar economic plan Biden will try to sell to his party. President Joe Biden on Thursday will make the case for a significantly scaled back version of the massive economic plan to expand the social safety net hours before departing for his second major foreign trip as president. The $1.75 trillion proposal focuses on care for families, addressing the climate crisis, expanding access, there's no climate crisis, expanding access to health care, lowering costs for the middle class, and tax reforms. The president on Thursday morning headed to Capitol Hill to pitch his framework to the House Democratic Caucus and will later deliver remarks from the White House to make his case to the American people. His agenda still hangs in the balance and faces an uncertain fate in Congress. Progressive House Democrats remain skeptical of the plan and want to see the full legislative text and are threatening to hold their votes for a bipartisan infrastructure package until the text is released. So if they don't get it all today, they'll break it up. They'll get it tomorrow. They're going to get it one way or the other. Biden is not being reasonable here. They're just breaking it up and trying to pass it in smaller pieces. Who, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? This isn't about being, being ra- rational or reasonable or trying to do the right thing. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. Do we have the name yet of that senator? who allegedly tried to lay a plant one on uh, Huma Abedin. The media is calling it a sex assault. It's not a sex assault. It's a guy trying to kiss what he thought was his date. I have a piece we're going to get into after the break that we didn't get to yesterday. I mentioned it. 
But one of the co-founders of Greenpeace has not only left the organization, he's become a hard-charging capitalist who thinks, well, not a hard-charging, but he at least thinks that carbon, carbon dioxide's a good thing. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.